What's up, everyone? This is episode 57 of the BCG Podcast. I'm Ayana, and I'm here with Ayo Joe. What's up, All right, so we got a few titles we want to touch on. Um, first, let's touch base with the Old Town Road criticism. Um, I know Daisy came out and spoke about Old Town Road and said that it was trash. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Joe? And do you feel like it's a trash song as far as it being? Um, I'll be honest. It had to grow on me. I'm still not a huge fan of the song. I respect it, but it's like I can listen to it once or maybe twice, but it's not it's not like something that's going to be on my playlist or anything like that. So I, I respect what, what he did and, you know, how he was able to come out and then do the remix and get back on Billboard and everything like that, so I'm not, not going to take anything away from him. It's not really my, my style, but like I said, I, it's, it's not a bad song, put it that way. Well, my whole thoughts on it is that I mean, why are we, why are we, why are we like, you know, kind of in a way limiting our people to what we can like, exactly. do? Exactly. You know I, what I'm saying? I, I think yeah. Jay-Z, first off, Jay-Z, you haven't even had a Billboard song. No no disrespect to him and what he's done um, as far as, you know, projects he's put out. But he hasn't had a, a Billboard hit not once. So I feel like if you're going to speak on something, let's speak on, a, let's speak on stuff that's totally different. You know, we don't speak on guys that's talk about drugs all throughout their songs or talk about all these other stuff that, that I feel like is detrimental to this community, but we want to get on a guy that made a country song with a, with, you know, like a, he's not even a rapper in my opinion. And I I don't think he, is he, is he calling himself a rapper or is he just calling himself an entertainer? So there's two different things. He could yeah, just be somebody that's just, rapper. yeah, I think Lil Nas, I think Lil Nas X just wants to do songs. I don't think he, I don't think he cares to be called a rapper. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's what some people have to realize. He can make a song right now and be done for the rest of his life. You right. know, he has that one song, probably going to be rich, you know, so why would he need to go out and do another track? I feel like Dave is kind of out of bounds for saying that. And also, too, it's like, we, we, we like to throw criticism out there and sometimes it can discourage rappers. I mean, discourage certain rappers. You gotta, you gotta understand that. Like when you go out and speak on how you feel about a song and whatnot, you gotta remember in your mind that this person could be doing anything else in the world. They could be doing anything detrimental to our people, but he's making a little song that, you know, you can bounce your head to. I mean, there's so many other songs that have come out this year that we could say are detrimental. I think he spoke on that particular song because he felt like he could get away with it, but as soon as the media attacked him about it, he wanted to backtrack. Mm-hmm. No, backtrack on what you said about it because that's how you felt. So if you feel like the song is trash, then keep that same energy. But like I said before, I don't see how it's a trash song. I think it's a great song to listen to in the car, whatever, vibe to, that's it. Nobody, everybody doesn't want to be classified as hip hop. That's what you have to realize. Everybody's not going to be Nas, you know, like everybody's not making J. Cole type music. So you can't get mad when a guy comes in. And not only that, he's not one of the first uh, people to mix the rap and hip um, rap and country um, thing. It's, this has been going on forever. Um, right, Nelly, right. Nelly made a song with Tim McGraw, and it was one of the best songs in that, I was in what, uh, elementary school? I think it's over and over again. It was one of the best songs out at the time, and he he had he hit all kinds of charts. And not only that, 
he did Unley Unley Mommy E.I. and all that stuff. All that stuff Nelly did was like, you know, he had an album called Country Grammar. I mean, uh, even before him, um, if you know of some other some other artists that have done that, I know he's not for sure not the first, but he really, really based his whole, some of his biggest songs are based uh, with, with that country sound, that country rap sound with Nelly. Yeah, yeah, so, I agree. And I, really I just think, think he probably should have said it differently. Mm-hmm. I don't think he had to really, really shut him down on that. He right. probably just should have said, you know, I'm not feeling it, and probably left yeah. it at that. He should he didn't have to Absolutely. shoot him yeah, down or anything like that. And yeah. that's something that we deal with as, just as a people in general versus, you know, always trying to shoot each other down exactly. when, when you know, we don't like something instead of just saying, hey, you know, this is not really my thing. So, it's know, not for me, but... Yeah, it's not for me, but somebody else is gonna get gonna listen to it and love it. You know what I'm saying? It's not you're not the only person in the world, and that's the thing. Like I, I think that nothing we're not limited to, to just doing hip hop and stuff like that. I think what he's doing is great. Then he has another song coming out. I think it's like a country type song, and I love it. Like I, I love what he's doing. I think it's great. Like what what is wrong with this guy making music? For people to bump their head to, nothing's wrong with it, and he's not classifying himself as hip hop. So I wish that that would be thrown out the window. It's kind of, you know, kind of crazy. And he, he's making music that he he wants to make, he likes. or that he exactly. likes versus versus what everybody else wants to hear. And right. I think that's that'll probably help propel him. I'm not sure how far he's going to go, but that'll definitely give him a leg up because he's not sounding like everybody else right now. Exactly, and my thing is, I would listen to him over these guys that are rapping about sex, drugs, violence, and all this stuff in their music. I'd rather listen to that than listen to to that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about Lil Nas X and his little country song and his country a rap song, I mean, you gotta that gotta be canceled. <laughs> Not that's whack. So also Lupe Fiasco came into uh, the conversation when Ebu, um, he posted something on his IG or Twitter or wherever it was from. Um, and he said, Dave East is speaking on it because Dave East is what hip-hop needs. First off, Dave East has been in the industry for about five, four years now. Um, he had a splash when he first got here for the first two years. He put out his project. But from then, I haven't heard much from Dave East, not, not trying to be funny. Um, I haven't heard much from him. But he has been putting out projects. Maybe they're just not hitting the buzz. Maybe people are, are really just not, uh, they're just not hitting or cutting it, I guess. But. I think Lupe Fiasco coming in and saying what he said, somebody that's accomplished so much as what he's accomplished in the industry and his his music being the way it is, I think it's, it's terrific that he came in and backed up Little Nas X on that by saying, don't speak for everybody in hip-hop. Ibu can't speak for everybody in hip-hop. Who, who's, to say that, who's to say that we don't need different kind of sounds for our for the genre. You know what I'm saying? I think different right. sounds are always good. Why not? Why can't we have a song like that that's out? Why? Why can't it? I mean, was it at a once in a part of time they had a song called Laffy Taffy that was on the radio. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> what do you, I mean, we have Crank That Soldier Boy. All these songs are songs that people look at and say, oh, those are trashy. That ain't hip hop. You're right. It's not hip hop. But guess what? It was fun for people to dance to. It was fun for mm-hmm. to listen to. And nobody's going to be walking around thinking every, accepting and, and, and it's not accepting, but thinking that everybody's going to be hip-hop. So everybody's not going to be hip-hop. You have to accept everybody who they are. And I feel like Lil Nas X is coming out and showing people that this is what he's trying to do with his sound and allow him to do so. I don't see, this, I don't see the issue, and I don't get why uh, he should be 
criticized for that. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you don't like the song, just say you don't like the song. But respect the fact that he's not rapping about, you know, uh, detrimental stuff to our society. Well, the same, just, the same stuff everybody else is rapping about. He's exactly. trying, he came out and did something different. So exactly. that's that's where he gets his, his respect and his props from me, you know, because he, he came out and he said, you know, I'm going to do my own thing. Or make my own sound, and you may not like it. You may not like agree with it or anything, but you got to respect that. That's the end yes, of the day. Absolutely, absolutely. I love it. Like I love what he's doing, and I think he should continue to um, keep putting out tracks like that. Um, and I'm, and it's, it's great to see that that his song is number one on Billboard. That's great too. Um, so, especially after they tried to remove the song from the country. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I like that he was able to make the country chart. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, so um, Chris Brown and Nicki Minaj have came out and said they're going to be going on tour this summer. It's, yeah, it's supposed to be this summer. They are uh, clarified it to be this summer. Uh, would you be interested in going out or uh, is something no, no for you? <laughs> not at all. I, I don't care for either of those people. And I feel like everybody else that kind of announced is like, ooh, who cares? Because they really, neither of them have made any waves this past year. Out, musically, they have not. Controversy-wise, of course, all the time. They're always in some kind of drama. But music-wise, like, don't I want to come see that? Like, I'm I'm just out. I'm I'm out of that one. So, <laughs> I'll pass. I mean, it's about podcasts. We're here to talk. This is what we do. I have to agree with you. <laughs> I got to agree with you, Joe. I'm not too yeah. interested in going to that either. If I got some free tickets to go, I might, I might slide. I might slide through. Other than that, um, no, I'm not interested in looking. I'm not interested in going to a Nicki Minaj and Chris Brown concert. Um, I think right. it's great. I think it's great that you know. I, I feel like this should have happened four years ago. If, if exactly, make, like if, if, if you want to make a the long time ago, they they yeah. make the waves for sure. They have to get some of these some of these younger acts to kind of go along on this tour to boost the ticket sales because just <laughs> off of them two alone, it's not going to happen. Right, and I mean, unless um, the label pays for pay, buys the seats, you know. And, and then give them away with the radio station, which they might yeah. do. You never know. But that's really yeah. the only way it's going to be a successful tour. Yeah, I hope that they can. I hope it can be successful. You know, I'm not going to knock the two black individuals that are trying to, you know, um, make something happen. But at the same time, I'm really not, you know, I'm not there for it really. You know, I'm not really here for, that, here for them going on tour because, like I said, I'm not, like I said, I'm not really too big of a fan of, of, uh, Either of theirs. I like Chris right, sometimes. Right. It depends on what kind of music he's putting out. But lately, for the past four years, he's been putting out the same sound. Not interested in hearing it. Um, with that being said, Nicki Minaj, I don't listen to her music. So, um, yeah, it'll definitely probably be a no for me with that, yeah. um, with them going on, on tour. But like I said, I hope it's a, I hope it's a good turnout um, for, the, for the tour. Um, so Bad Boys 3 is officially done with filming. And it's supposed to release in 2020. Checking 2020, that out when it comes out. Definitely, right. definitely, I'm, I'm definitely checking really it out. excited for that. <laughs> and seeing seeing some of the behind the scenes stuff that Will Smith posted on Instagram and on Facebook and all that stuff like that, that's been really cool. So I'm excited for it. Um, I'm I watch all of those all of those movies already, so I'm, I'm really hyped to see what what this one's going to be like. I hope that they leave it at this because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, when they go into three, four, five of movies, it gets kind of played out and redundant. So I'm hoping that this is the last one and they go out on a high note. Yeah, hope so. I, I mean, obviously it is going to be the last one. I think both of them are hitting their peak. And, uh, 
Yeah, I think they just wanted to, to end this on a on a good note. You know what I'm saying? Because you know everybody's gonna go out and see it. It's, it's going it's exactly. gonna be it's gonna be crazy. The box office is gonna be ridiculous when that movie comes out. It's gonna it's gonna be crazy, crazy. So I, I already know that it's gonna do well. Not worried about that. So, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a good turnout. And you know, I mean, hey, it's Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. You can't really go wrong with them um, right, right. at all. So. Yeah, so I'm excited to and check that out. I wish they did did more together than just that one. I I I wish they did too, but you know, who knows? Maybe after this, they'll probably work on some stuff um, aside from that boy story. Hopefully, yeah, but, that'd be cool. Know. That'd be cool yeah. to see. That would be pretty awesome. Um, also, so uh, Russell uh, Russell Wilson is now the highest paid player in the NFL. Uh, he signed a, a big contract. Um, with the Seattle Seahawks extension, yeah, I think it was worth one hundred forty million, I believe. And um, I don't know. I I'm not really buying the whole he's the best NFL player out. I'm sorry, I'm just not buying that. Um, I think he's a great quarterback, but I think for them to pay him that much money, and no, I, I think it's it's I don't know. Are you do you think that about Russell Wilson, or am I just the only one that feels like that's a little too high up. I mean, and it's great he's getting paid that much. It's just like does he, is Russell Wilson being the best player in the NFL? Because I, when right. I think of that, when I think of that, when you say you're the highest paid in your, your league, you have to be the best, in my opinion. That's just like LeBron James. He's the highest paid. I mean, who else going to get paid more than LeBron? He's the best in the NBA. So it's like when you think of Russell Wilson being the highest paid in the NFL, you're like, is he the best player in the NFL? Or am I tripping? Because I know Tom Brady is still in the NFL, and he, if he ain't getting paid uh, more than you, then how are you getting paid more than him? I'm just trying to understand it. Maybe I'm just. I don't know. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for that. Russell Wilson. I am happy man. for him. I think right. that's great. Um, I will say he's probably one of the most consistent in the yeah. league right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what they're basing it off of because a lot of the other QBs go out here, with the exception of him and Tom Brady, they go out, they are very hit or miss, and they're injury prone. Mm-hmm. But both of those guys have been able to, you know, go full season, minimal injuries, get you your consistent numbers, get most of the wins, and get into the playoffs. Yeah. And I think that's kind of kind of what they're basing it off of. So yeah. I, I think with the exception of him not – Making a Super Bowl run in what two, three? It's been about four years now. Yeah. Since his last Super Bowl, I I think it's deserving. I can't think of any other quarterback. Okay. Cam, okay. Cam's not gonna get it. Oh no, he's <laughs> not. He's I'm not. He's not. I can see Cam Newton leaving Carolina in a minute. I mean, we just, yeah, exactly. We just, exactly. Just bet on it. So. It'll 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 probably happen soon. He probably he probably wants to he wants to probably play ATL, but you know, I mean, yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. Um. South Sea is also putting out a new uh, new album that's supposed to drop May 3rd. I'm excited about that because I'm a big fan of South Sea. What's the album called? I didn't even know um, South was putting out something else. It's called SP The Goat. So I'm okay. excited. Yeah, it's coming out next month. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna good. definitely going to give you guys our review of that album. And uh, like I said, I'm excited. I'm definitely going to listen to that. Um, DeMarcus Cousins is now out of the playoffs. I know we're mad late with it, but we always do our uh, podcast. Um, we are one time out of the week, so this is the first time we're gonna catch up on this. I'm very upset that he's out. That changes the whole Warriors lineup, changes how everything is gonna go, especially when they're playing the Rockets next uh, next series. Um, what do you what do you see? What do you see with this being the 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 issue with them now? 
Um, I don't see a problem for you guys, honestly. Yeah. I, I think that y'all will still come out on come out on top on the West. I hope so. And I mean, as much I as much as I, I don't want to see it, I think that <laughs> like that's not gonna that's not gonna deter you guys. If, if anything, it'll make you play harder. Yeah. Because I'm y'all hoping... y'all can't y'all can't rely on him now. So. Correct. Right. That's yeah. that's just my prediction for it. Right. I'm hoping that it can. Um, I'm hoping that it's not as bad as what it looks. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, it it just seems like now that he's not there, because he was our presence and the inside, like now that yeah. he's not there, we have to deal with Bogart, and he's really not the best as as far as uh, rebounding, boxing out, stuff like that. So I'm hoping that he can get he can get his energy energy going, you know. But we play the Rockets next uh, next series, so you really got to be ready for that, regardless if you want to be ready or not. They they're right, probably right. they they're playing really good. They're probably about to go ahead and uh finish out this series tonight with the Jazz. Um, yeah, I They think play so. them tonight. And uh, so, they, yeah. They I may mean, give y'all seven. Y'all might have to go seven they, with them. Exactly. And I, and, I, and I also feel like even with them, uh, even with this the series going to a game seven, that's still going to be hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you, it, it depends on who who's hot that that night. You got, exactly, you got, Harden, yeah. you got Harden on a team. This match literally dropped 60 points any given moment when he wants to, if he's on a good night. Now, if he's not on a good night, like he shot zero for 15 when he first started the other night against the Jazz, and they still were able to win, if he's able to drop 60 on the Warriors and they're able, to, uh, they're still not able to, able to win, then that tells you something. But if he's able to drop at least 40, he has a supporting cast of people that are hitting shots on the outside, um, and Capella's playing good on the inside, we have a problem. So I'm hoping that um, the Warriors can really come out hot. Seth, KD, Clay, all of them. They all have to be. They all have to be hot. This is like yes, this, they, they, they got to score early. They got to score, score early that, for that one. Honestly, at this series, they don't have any room to mess up. This is this is one of those series where you can't mess up because they'll make you pay for it. I'm telling you. Yes. Um, but like I said, I'm, I, it's gonna be a good series regardless. And tell me, uh, tell tell me, um, tell me how you feel about this uh, Westbrook and. Um, this Westbrook and Dame matchup right now. Um, they just. I'm, you know, I'm loving, I'm loving it because Russ <laughs> is my <too>. guy. <laughs> Russ is my guy, so I, I really am liking to see, see him and Dame go back and forth. I like the trash talk that they mm-hmm. got really. And, and the best part about it is they both talking trash, but they're putting up the numbers to talk trash and not just like talking trash and then being a bum on the on the sideline the whole time. Yeah. So I really and, like, I really like that. Yeah, I'm loving it, but I, I'm gonna absolutely go ahead and say this now. I would take Damian Little over Russell Westbrook any given ah. any given day, um, just based <laughs> on what he's what he's done in the playoffs. This is the thing about the NBA: you gain your name when you're in the playoffs. Russell That's Westbrook true. has been That's able true. to do all these things in the season, all of them in the season, but has yet to really do this after KD left. After KD and Harden left, he's been a totally different player as far as what he's been able to do in the playoffs. And my thing is, if you want to gain that. That uh, if you want to gain that superstar, continue to to grow and get your stars up and all that, you have to play better in the in the playoffs. That's when it matters. You're you're not playing well in the playoffs. And when you allow Damian Lillard to play the way he did in in that last in that game yesterday, you're just losing. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, he's literally lost. They're down three one in this series. All they yeah. need tomorrow, the Blazers. All they have to do, and they're going back to Portland. They're going to be back in Portland. All they have to do is win and play well, and they'll be. They've won the series 4-1. How are you going to be considered in the big top names? You know, he says he's better than Curry. All right, I understand. But how you're not even getting past the first round of the playoffs. 
you're getting a team there, but you're not getting past this first round. So it just looks bad. You know what I'm saying? And then when you did get past the first round, guess who, who, who dropped what? 38 or 40 on you? Curry. Yep. And the Warriors. And you guys lost. And it's just like, I'm, I think I'm tired of hearing all this, all the hoopla with, you know, and I think, I think Russ kind of puts on himself when he's kind of like, you know, so extra when it comes down to being on the podium, just out on, on the floor, everything. He's just an extra player. Like, even now, the media's having an issue with the fact that every time they ask him a question, he's like, next question. I'm like, why do you need to do all that? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's unnecessary. It's like you're a grown man. You're, you're, you're what? You're 31, 32. You're a grown man. Why are you acting like this? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like at this point, the antics start not even be funny anymore. It's like I used to laugh about it. I'm like, ha, 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 he's so funny. But then I'm looking at it like it's kind of childish now. You know what I'm saying? Like, your team's losing in the playoffs, and the only thing you can do is bash out the media. And I think at this point, it's kind of like Russ does that stuff when things aren't going well. And that's why it's like it's kind of annoying. You get what I'm saying? Like, being somebody who who does the media thing, it's like, it's kind of like these people are, are doing a job. We're doing a job. Right, right. You know, there's no, pur- there's no purpose, no reasoning to go behind and, you know, do all that. It's really just answer the question. Like, you're, you're, you're an NBA player. You get paid almost $40 million a year to do these things. Like, I mean, come on. You get what I'm saying? Like, you get paid millions of dollars just to answer questions from the media after your game. It's not that hard. But, it, I mean, I feel like stuff like that is the reason why they're going to lose. They're up 3-1 right now. Um, like I said, I think at this point, I think uh, Daniel Lillard wants to put a dagger. Him and McCollum want to put a dagger. I think they're going to do that tomorrow. Um, I could be wrong. I know you're a Westbrook fan, but I think – I don't think they're, they're going to be able to compete with him. And I've been saying that since the series started. As soon as I seen Dame drop the points he did, the, what, the first the first and second game, I knew that yeah. they were going to have an issue with them. and. They've been doing it. They don't. They don't have an answer for McCollum or Dame. Um, especially when when Dame gets hot, they don't have a question for. I don't have an answer for. That's so. that's that third quarter. If they can stop him in that third quarter, because exactly. that's when he really gets hot. Then mm-hmm. they may be able to do something. But if if so, I mean, if they can't, then it, it gets yep. a little scary. So, yeah, it gets really scary. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm still I'm still gonna ride with Russ on that one, <laughs> but um. You know, it, it it probably is not going to happen. I'd be shocked to see if it did. Yeah, I, like I said, like you just said, it would be shocked to see if it happens. But, of course, they're going to come out and play hard. So, I guess we just got to see what happens. Uh, but I'm, I'm definitely – it's definitely been an exciting uh, series. So, like I said, they, they didn't disappoint with, with, you know, how it was going to go. Um, right, right. It was it – has, it hasn't been any real boring games on lately. Yeah, which I can, which I can appreciate. I can appreciate because, like, I'm I'm bored watching the playoffs anyway because the Lakers aren't in. But like all the games that I've turned on has been have been entertaining. It's been like, yeah. oh, okay, maybe I can watch. You know. Gotcha. All right. So Beyonce put out her uh, her what is it? Uh, documentary. Homecoming. Um, yeah. For Homecoming documentary. Did Coachella last year. Um. Cool. And I haven't checked that out. Like I said, I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan. I'm kind of like you know, kind of so so with what she puts out, but. A lot of people gave it some good reviews. Um, I know the song "Before I Let Go," the uh, the re the remake she did of Frankie Bev- uh, Frankie Beverly and those guys. Uh, yeah. Frankie Beverly and Ace. It's been pretty. It was it was good when I listened to it. Um, I actually added it to one of our playlists for BCG. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, uh, I haven't really heard too much about it. Um, but like I said, I'll probably check it out. 
I don't know. It depends. But uh, what do you got to say about that, Jeff? Um, check it out. I think it just goes to add on to her legacy of how great Beyonce is because yeah. you saw how meticulous she was and how she had her in in every single step of planning, like even from the stage direction to choreography to costume, all that stuff like that. She had her hand in and how seriously she took everything. And yeah. I think that it, it'll make people that, you know, are Beyonce fans, but like even more Beyonce fans, and it'll make people that are kind of like on the fence or don't really like her music, it'll give them more of an appreciation to what she does. So yeah, um, I, I think I think it exists for that point too. Yeah, like I said, I just haven't listened to much of it, but I, I've heard it got some good stuff, got some good reviews. So, hey, shout out to Beyonce. I, I know my mom kept saying she made more than like sixty million. I'm like, oh really? I had no yeah. idea about it, but uh, that's awesome that she did do that. She did, and she she also linked the deal with Netflix. It's like a three part deal. So this is the oh. first thing that she's doing with them now. That's part of that $60 million that she got from them. So she has two other things that she's also working on for Netflix with, with them. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Um, so Donald Glover has that Adidas shoe. Um, oh, yeah. So I I saw this over the weekend. He actually put out three shoes over Coachella um, called the Niza, the Continental 80, and the Lancome. The Lacombe. Uh-huh. And they're all they're all kind of with the distressed look, sort of like uh, the off whites that Virgil put out, but not as deconstructed as the off whites. They kind of just look frayed and like dirty and stuff like that. And he's put out four commercials and four songs that kind of go along with these. And throughout the commercials and all that stuff, he's getting dirty. He's encouraging you to get the shoe dirty as well, which uh-huh. is cool because I'm I'm a big proponent of wearing your sneakers versus just buying them and putting them in a box or sell them. So mm-hmm. that's cool. I'm not a Adidas fan at all, so I never, I, I won't wear these, but I think it's cool that he's able to collect, do a collaboration with them and they gave him, like, some creativity along with yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I haven't got to check those out. Um, I'll probably check them out after we end the podcast. But, um, yeah, that's pretty dope Um, that he has Adidas shoes. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else outside of uh, what we spoke about that you want to kind of touch on, Joe? Um, no, that was it. That that was a little bit of sneaker news. I think now that they've got Beyonce, Adidas also has Beyonce on there. They're really going to try to step the game up. Oh yeah, of course. She's about Nike, to put out Nike the kicked their ass last year. So <laughs> I I think that they're, they're really trying to gun for that number one spot and sneakers. They had it um, sure. 2016, 2017 because all the Yeezys were coming out. But since the Yeezys kind of lost their steam, now yeah. I, I think they're really trying to make that resurgence. I'm not yeah. for it because I'm a Nike guy, but it'll be interesting to see in this in this sneaker war what's going on. Yeah, Adidas is definitely going to come out, um, you know, going to come out firing this year, um, and I'm hoping that they can start. Uh, I haven't heard too many releases as of yet, but um, hopefully Beyonce didn't Beyonce sign to Adidas or? Yeah, she did. She did. She signed. Okay, cool. um, she's going to put her um her own her sportswear Ivy Park. She's going to put that out through Adidas now. Okay, cool. its own independent imprint, and then I'm curious to see if she's going to also get an Adidas shoe, or okay, if they're cool. just going to let her do an apparel kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, so sounds we'll, good. We'll um, definitely keep doing the looks for that, mm-hmm. even though well, it should have been with Nike. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, well, you heard what she said. She didn't, she didn't, she didn't sign with some people because they weren't diverse enough, and now she yeah. sign with Adidas because I guess they. They were very, they were diverse. So I mean, yeah, hey, I, I, I rock I with that. That's, that's like a great, yeah, that's very interesting, and that's also great to have that mentality when you're going into um, 
you know, business with people. You want to make sure it's people that look like you in the meetings that you go to. Definitely. That I I can't really I can't really argue with her on that. That's dope. Like that she even uh was thinking that way because some people don't care. Some people just want to get their money and leave. She actually right right wanted what she wanted, and I'm glad that she she took that took that and said, okay, I'll go with Adidas. So yeah, that's cool. It um, is cool. Outside of that, me and Joe will be at the Tribeca Film Festival. That'll be um next week. Yep, next week. So, the first um, day is actually um what this. Thursday. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, Thursday. So they are starting the first Thursday, but we'll be out there um, for Tribeca Film Festival. So uh, hopefully we can catch some good stuff and uh, hopefully we can get some good footage for the podcast. Hopefully, um, yeah, I think sure. that'll be good it, while we're while we're uh, at the Tribeca Film Festival. But um, other than that, uh, thank you guys for tuning in to uh, the DG Podcast, and we will be back next week yep. to do our our regular podcast. Hopefully we can get back up to doing our uh, our visuals, but until then, we'll still be plugging you guys in on the latest news and our, our opinions and stuff. Anything else for you sure. want to say, Joe? Uh, nope. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next week. All right. Thank you. All right. Peace.